ng pre. We found out that a lot of um, a lot of uh, value in Buddhism are, are aligned with the intersection of feminist value. Vi befinner oss på den feministiska organisationen Klahans kontor i Phnom Penh, där ordföranden och grundaren Rachel Ban visar oss en video på sin dator där en tecknad kvinna pratar med en tecknad munk om vad som förenar feminism och buddhism. Det visade sig att buddhistiska munkar delade flera åsikter med den feministiska rörelsen, både när det gällde jämställdhet mellan könen Rätten att få älska vem man vill och inte minst i kampen mot det sexuella våldet och våld i nära relationer. Det enda området där de inte kunde samarbeta var kring abort. In Buddhism, especially throughout the information provided by monks that we're engaging with, that using contraception is not again a Buddhist principle at all. Abort är lika med mord, menade munkarna. Men däremot hade de inget emot preventivmedel. Och eftersom munkarna har stort inflytande i Kambodja var det viktigt att involvera dem i de kampanjer där de kunde enas. I see monk as um as an ally to to advance or to raise um awareness at certain uh, degree and if they are not comfortable to talk about abortion they don't have to they just talk about family planning about non-violence about um positive parenting and then we can talk about access to abortion that we can complementing each other Klahan betyder modig på Khmer och Rachel berättar att mod är en av de saker de vill ingjuta i kvinnor i Kambodja. Mod att stå upp för sig själva och kämpa för sina rättigheter, vilket inte alltid är enkelt i ett land som precis som många andra länder har problem med det våld som flickor och kvinnor utsätts för i såväl nära relationer som i övriga delar av livet. Det gör att många kvinnor lever i ständig fruktan för att utsättas. I I always say this that we are living in fear. Um we don't have um armed conflict in our country, but uh women and girls are continue to live in fear, fear of um domestic violence, fear of uh, intimate partner violence and also um sexual harassment is uh pervasive uh in our society with uh and unfortunately the law only recognize sexual harassment at workplace. Lagen erkänner bara sexuella trakasserier som sker på arbetsplatser. När det gäller det sexuella våldet läggs stor del av skulden på kvinnorna själva. Men de sista åren har flera organisationer, inklusive Klahan, jobbat aktivt för att ändra narrativet så att fokus och ansvar läggs på förövaren istället för på de kvinnor som utsätts. Um usually it's a especially related to sexual violence it's always like the the women's fall because of her dress because of her 
behavior or because of her being at the not at should not be there it's mm. like why are you going there by yourself why are you trusting trans stranger and all of that mm. so it's always like the women fall and uh, i think um the last few year a lot of uh, activists and organization including clahan uh, we try to use our platform to like shifting the narrative that it's not her fault mm. it's not her clothes um it, it just it's about the rapist uh Uh, the rape of his who 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 rape and it the the social responsibility and the legal responsibility should be on them it mm. shouldn't be on the women i think a lot of us different group have been doing a lot of that ett annat stort problem i kambodja är oskuldsmyten för kvinnor anses det fortfarande viktigt att vara oskuld för äktenskapet, medan män däremot kan haft flera partners innan utan att det innebär något som helst problem. In the context of sexual relation, uh, women are supposed to maintain virginity, and virginity is symbolized to a purity, pureness of women. And so when women, young women, engage in sexual relation before married, meaning she lost uh, her womanness, she lost her value and lost her purity, and she is not a white material anymore. And like the white clothes, when it's dipped into the muddy soil, you can wash it, but you still have stain, right? But men, you can have many, 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 many partners, like sexual partner, as they wish. And they still men, they still nothing damaged because like pure gold, you dip it into the mud, you pick it up and wash it, it still shine. So this is for for century, this is the narrative that we have been told. Uh, so... Um, It is expected that men should have um, sexual in experience before married, uh, but a woman should not. People said women who have sex before married, their body are damaged. Mm. <laughs> they was they saying that um, that the uh, people can recognize by the look at uh, the women. Uh, physical appearance or even just the way she walk <laughs> that she is no longer a virgin so so it won't be it would be very very hard for her to find a new uh, uh, find a proper husband because by the look from outside by the way she walk they know that she had sex As we say now, we laugh about it, but this is a serious matter. Um, a lot of uh, young Cambodian women are being judged, uh, being um, uh, how you say slut shame. Uh, yes, slut shame by her, her the way she walk or by her appearance, and they, they make assumption that she have involved sexually. Or it's not that bad, honestly. I think it's. If she enjoy it and if it's consensual, why not? It's her choice, her body. She should be able to do it. But um, just the, the the society are not afforded the same uh, privilege 
that men are given. Folk säger att man kan se på en kvinna om hon är oskuld eller inte. Att det till exempel syns på sättet hon går. Och vi kan skratta åt det. Men det är ett stort problem för många unga kambodjanska kvinnor som blir slattkejmade, säger Rachel Bam. Och berättar att hon blev feminist som ung när hon såg hur hennes pappa behandlade hennes mamma. I think like any other family, my parents are very dysfunctional. So I, I, I hate that so much. So, um, so I was like, what are, what are you hating the the, ma- the marriage or it just uh, it just um, people treating each other bad or I I I think my my dad just had so much power over my mom. Mm. It's like when in term of like even like dressing my my dad when my mom wearing skirt or dress and then he would not happy and then he would tell her. He would tell her to change, and I hate it. So I don't like it. And then um, also, my my mom always like moving around, following my father. Like I I don't even know where my homeland is in 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 practice, right? In principle, I know I was born in Kampong Tom, but. Because my dad then moved to live in to work in Kokong in coastal area, my mom would give up her career. Her, the time she was working with the um, department, like one of the government uh, bureau in Kampong Tom province. But then she would quit and then follow the husband, who is my biological father. <laughs> and then just like like that. They move. They left the home, the family, and move. And then, um, then when they were in Kokong for many years, they decided to move to Phnom Penh. And then my mom would quit everything in Kokong, the the job again, and move to Phnom Penh. And then, and then they eventually send me and my elder sister to live with my grandparent. I don't know why my mom always like do that. I always don't like that. Always follow the husband everywhere, and then oh, I, I, I have so much respect for my mom, but I just don't want to live that life. Mm. I want to be my own person. I want to, like, make my own money. I want to do what I want. I don't want to follow anybody around, and then I want to wear what I want to wear, just like that. And, and that I don't know that was feminism. I just know that I don't like that, and I want to be happy on my own. Yeah. Även om jag inte visste att det kallades för feminism, så förstod jag tidigt att jag inte ville leva som min mamma och vara beroende av en man på det sättet. Säger Rachel Ban, som lever lyckligt ensam med sina tre katter och inte har några planer på vare sig äktenskap eller barn, vilket är ovanligt. Och anses radikalt i Kambodja. I'm happy and I'm single. I have three cats, so um, I I couldn't I wouldn't choose it any difference. Yeah, I don't know how to be different. Are you are you like uh, longing for family and marriage or? Oh no, I'm. I don't. To be honest, I do, I never believe in institutional marriage. I see a lot of um, broken family. Uh, like my mom and my dad, they are still together, but I wouldn't call that marriage <laughs> <laughs> because, like, 
always arguing, always like I I can't I can't I just can't. Um, for me, I I believe in love. I do, I do believe in love. I'm I'm not cynical about love, but I just don't believe in marriage, mm. and I don't want to have children. <laughs> and and it's very obvious. There's no secret about that. I think there's too much responsibility to be a mother. Um, also, I think the world is so dysfunctional mm. and so polluted. And I don't want to bring life to endure the suffering. <laughs> yeah, but I'm happy with my cats. <laughs> Yo, Clemmer, make it off the hook, man. Clap your hand. This Leisha. Damn. All the ladies, get it out. Det här är den kambodjanska hiphopartisten Lisha Klipp, vars texter handlar om kvinnors situation i Kambodja. För samtidigt som Kambodja är ett samhälle som fortfarande dras med gamla förlegade idéer om kvinnor, som till exempel oskuldsmyten, så finns det också en växande feministisk rörelse som inte längre vill underordna sig äktenskap och familj. Rachel Bunn är som sagt en av dem. Is it, is it controversial to say that you don't want children? How do um, say that? I think it is. Uh, but um, like my mom would st- would still think that one day I'll get married and have kids. I'm 40 years old. I'm like, mom, I'm 40 years old. <laughs> so, but I understand the social um, um, expectation, mm-hmm. not because they are feeling bad or anything, because our um, social welfare are not good. Mm-hmm. And children are seen as our um, insurance. So when we are old, we, we are not able to function and live. We would be taken care by our children. And I think that is a selfish thing to think about. Yeah. Det är självvist att skaffa barn bara för att de ska ta hand om när vi blir gamla, säger Rachel Bunn och sätter på en låt av Sangs och Surrey. En annan stor rappartist som representerar den unga generationen kambodjaners uppror mot den äldre generationens idéer om familj och äktenskap. Du har lyssnat på Body Rights, en podd från RFSU av och med mig, Maria Svelan.